This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. This is episode number 75, and we are very excited to be joined by the head football coach of the Wesley Chapel High School Wildcats, Coach LC. How you doing, Coach? Pretty good, Mike. How you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing real well. Listen, I appreciate you coming on with us. Let me tell you a little bit about what the Good Neighbor Podcast is and, and why we do what we do and how we got started. So back in 2020, the Good Neighbor Podcast was started in Southwest Florida, middle of COVID. People couldn't get out, couldn't find out what was going on. We were all socially distant. So it was just a way for people to kind of get their message out into the community, whether that's a business owner, philanthropic group, or, you know, local organization like you guys. And since 2020, now we're all over the country. I'm person. I'm the person here in Tampa who gets to talk to uh, different groups about what they have going on, and that's how we got here today. So first and foremost, just tell us a little bit about the uh, Wesley Chapel football team. What's going on with the team this year? Awesome. Well, first and foremost, Mike, I uh, appreciate you and the Good Neighbor, uh, you and the Good Neighbor podcast for allowing us this opportunity uh, to, uh, to, to be present today. Um, but the Wesley Chapel Wildcats right now, uh, it's, it's an exciting time to be, to be here. Um, I, I've, I've been here probably about a good two months, I would say, and an opportunity, um, that my admin head principal, uh, Mr. McDermott, uh, Matt McDermott is his name. And he, he's allowed me the opportunity to lead the program and, and lead and lead this, uh, this amazing school. Uh, and like I said, right now it is, it's a fun time to be a wildcat. Um, that, that's, that's, that's probably the best thing I can say. Okay. So let me ask you this. So I'm not fully, I will readily admit you want to ask me about the NFC East. I could talk for hours about the NFC East. <laughs> you want me to talk about high school football in Pasco County and I'm not your guy. So you need yes. to fill me in. So did the Wesley Chapel Wildcats have a really bad season last year and you're taking over to turn it around or did the coach retire? Give me the lowdown last year, how you got here and, you know, and what some of the things you got going on, like returning seniors and key guys. Got you. Um, so <clears throat> I, I can't really speak for last year. I wasn't here, but but yes, that the, the previous head coach was let go uh, for reasons, you know, doesn't involve me, you know. Uh, so, like I said, that that allowed me to be here and 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 lead these amazing group of young men that I have. Uh, we are we are very very young as far as you know. A lot of a lot of my players are are sophomores and juniors. Um, I got a few seniors on the team uh, who 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 are who are kind of trying to lead these young men the, the right way and the proper way. Uh, so um, the best way you could. You, best way you can probably uh, describe our team where we're, we're really young and really talented. Um, and as a head coach, that's a good problem to have. So let me ask you this. So now where I grew up in northern New Jersey, they rank schools group one, two, three, and four. And group one is the smallest schools. Group four is the largest. Now, this is 100 years ago because I'm super yeah. old. But I played in a group one school. So my enrollment in my entire school was like 600 kids. Gotcha. And I think my... My freshman year, there was a grand total of like 30 players on the entire football team. That was including freshmen, and we had a freshman team. Wow. So when you're looking at actual bodies on the field, how many kids – and do you play freshmen? I mean, you mentioned sophomore through senior. Is there yeah. anybody out there that you think might make the squad as a freshman varsity? Um, 
that's just my philosophy, really, just because you got freshmen that's, you know, what, 14, 13 years old, maybe. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, juniors and seniors, 17, 18, you know, some of them 19. Uh, they're, like playing with grown men. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing with grown men out there. Um, so the way the way that I my the way that I like to run my program is to be a freshman, you get you you gotta be a, a dude. Um, you gotta be really, really talented, be able to, to be able to handle a varsity, varsity schedule, varsity beating that 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 you take uh right. week in and week out. Uh so as of right now, um I, I have I don't really have too many freshmen that's 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 playing. Uh probably maybe like one or two. Um and and they're they're really, really good freshmen, but none of them are starters. Right. They might but, see a little bit of time. Exactly. They see a little time. Um, right now in my program, I probably got a good – anywhere probably about 55 to 60 kids right now in our program. Wow. Um, and and the, numbers, the numbers are growing on a, on a daily basis. I'm, I'm checking rosters, and some, some kids are, are coming out on a daily basis now that school has started. Um, right. This, this school alone – and it's growing. This, as you know, this Wesley Chapel area is is a booming area. Yeah. Right now, I think uh, we're probably approaching that 2,000, 2000 mark uh, just as a as a as a total in the school. So, so let me ask you this: Do you play a full freshman like sub varsity, JV, and varsity schedule, or what? What different classes are you playing within the team on a, on a weekly basis? Yeah. So here here in 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 Florida, there's only a JV team and a, and a varsity team. Uh, so okay. normally, normally you're like I grew up. I grew up in Warren, Ohio, and there was there was there was three different teams. You had a freshman right. team, a JV team, and a varsity team. So, gotcha. Uh, but not here, not here, in uh, where we're at, located here in, in Wesley Chapel, Florida. Uh, it's just just two teams. You got a JV team and a varsity team, and normally your your JV team consists of freshmen and sophomores, and 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 then your your varsity teams is really you know you got your super super talented probably sophomores. And then you got juniors and seniors, so. So so in practice, when you're playing with the when you know when the kids are out there, are you letting the freshmen take a little bit of a few lumps from the upperclassmen just because? Oh yeah, kind of kind of getting them used to it a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's the only way you really learn. Yeah, when you learn. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're people who play sports, you learn from playing up. So so yeah, that that's and then also to you're you you're a freshman, you're kind of deer in the headlights and all that stuff. So. If you can play and get reps with 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 someone you know that's probably more talented than you, bigger, stronger, faster than you, uh, it's only going to make you better. Uh, so, iron, yeah. iron sharpens iron. That's the exactly. way it works. Yep. So so like I said, we 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 definitely allocate some time for our young guys to get in there and mix mix it up with uh, with the older guys or, or or like I said with with a couple couple other guys that that that's you know more talented like i said bigger stronger faster than those guys you know it's it's funny my freshman year we played and um and i was a big kid you know in the lower grades so yeah. i could never make the weight class to be able to yeah. play so my first ever action was playing center on the freshman football team and when <laughs> i snapped that first ball and that kid came up and got under my chin strap got it was like front. Welcome to the party, buddy. We're here to play. So, uh, so that got me. You know, but you know, like, listen, you've done this, right? The adrenaline starts going. You kind of get into it, and then I will remember. I do remember the first time my sophomore year. First time I played on varsity was mop up time. We had a really good team my my sophomore year, and I and just mop up time playing. And I got in there, and we were beating the brakes off a team 
But yeah. the guy I was playing against didn't appreciate very much that I was a sophomore, you know, going against him. So I took a few lumps. But, yeah, it definitely – it helps you to kind of realize, look, th- this is a game where you learn resiliency, you learn teamwork, you learn trusting in your, you know, your, your teammates, oh, all yeah. those different things. So it's important to get that time in there. So this year what you're saying is not to not to – say it's going to be a bad year, but this is yeah. really a growing year. This is a program year. This is a getting yes. started year. Yes. Um, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of the, the message I'm speaking to my players uh, because especially, especially the older guys, you know, you got, I got some juniors and seniors on this team and, and they, they've had a. not necessarily a a rebuilding year or 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 anything like that or get your feet wet kind of year for me uh it's, it's we're reloading uh because it, the the Wesley Chapel history is rich um we we have we we have we have athletes around this area and and for me uh it's my responsibility and my duty to to get it back to 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 the expectations of championships and and competing um um year in and year out and like I said, so for this year, there is really no, you know, I take take a year off or or we're rebuilding or whatever because I have juniors and seniors who, you know, they're they're trying to get to college. Yeah, uh, they're, right. They're, they're, they're trying to take together exactly. So, so, and that's what I'm that's what I'm telling these sophomores who are who are starting and, and getting valuable minutes. Like, listen, if you can build your resume right now as a sophomore. It's only going to help your. It's only going to help your 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 recruiting process out a lot uh, uh, better. Yeah, because it's also going. To, you know, I mean, listen, you played. We'll get into that in a second. But mm-hmm. when you're putting that tape together, these guys are looking at the the cast of characters you have around them, and if yeah. they're seeing you shine through a little bit, when maybe the roster isn't as robust as it needs to be, exactly. that's actually you know that's actually shows a lot more than others. Like I'll tell you, I read. So I'm, I'm a Giants fan, right? So mm-hmm. I read a – they wrote a book. Ernie Accorsi was the former general manager of the Giants a few years back, and he drafted Eli Manning. Gotcha. And they have in the book his draft notes. And in his draft notes, it actually says – and it's in the book, you know, like written in there. Like, has a knee brace on his leg, has no offensive line to speak of, no right. weapons to play with, and yet he still has this old Miss team on the brink of beating Auburn. Like Exactly. That play, that character plays into it. And, and here's the thing, man, is like right now in August, it's easy to get hype. You're, you're going to see your guys who are your legit guys. And if they listen to this podcast, not coach saying it, someone else saying it, it's easy to be hype in August. If you start to get beat up a little bit in like October and you're still in it, that goes a long way. That shows you who your your, your ballers are. Exactly. Mike, I, I preach that exact same message. Uh, like I said, you got to – and and the program was was kind of – it was rocky before I got here. And, and you had you had a lot of – you had a lot of, of players and young men that was itching for, for I guess, a legitimate program. Not to say that it wasn't, um, but it just wasn't to their expectations and what – and basically what their friends and – and their peers are, are are experiencing. So when we got here, um, and, and they got that taste of 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 what it what it looks like. Like you said, shorts and a t shirt. You know, middle of little middle middle of July and and, and beginning of August. It's like, wow, like this is awesome. 
Um, and but I'm as 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 a head coach and, and someone who's been there and done that before, I know the road ahead. So right. for me, for me, I'm like, okay, guys, like I understand, you know, we're on our hours right now. It's peaches and cream right now. Everyone's right. on cloud nine, but you have to understand every football team in America is 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 probably on a high horse right now. Right. Um, and, and there's going there's going to be some bumps in the road, there's going to be some adversity, and we have to prepare for that right now. We have to do that right now as as we speak. So we have this thing called Wildcat Bonding that we do okay. um, after after every single workout. Well, and I work out to about two hours, two and a half hours where we're lifting and then we're out in the field doing some conditioning. You know, it's Florida. It's hot. Yeah. And and, and after after all that, we come back in the weight room as as a collective unit. And we do this thing called Wildcat Bonding, where I tell them it, it requires it requires zero talent. And it, and and it, it it just requires your effort, your want to, and your focus, and and you'll see like they lock in because it's going to happen. Your fourth quarter, you're in a dog fight, and it's like okay, we have to tap into that that place where I know it hurts, I know it hurts, and it might not be going our way, but let's tap in and, and get it done by any means necessary. You know, it's funny. It's that old Mike Tyson line, right? Like everybody exactly. has a plan going into the ring until they get punched in the mouth. And then all of a sudden we have to figure out what, how we maneuver. Yep. And so is there a, you know, and we'll get in a little bit to your background, but is there like a, is there a team mantra or slogan for the season? You know, what do you guys, are you pounding into their heads? Like, what are you yes. telling them? Yes, that, that's, that's one of, that's one of our things. Like I said, it's a uh, wildcat bonding. Um, and it's not necessarily a slogan, but but it's just it's it's just a situation. Um, but the slogan that we've been using, the time is now. Um, cool. And if you if you follow our, our our team pages and anything like that, and any anybody that anytime I'm posting something, I got I use I'm using three hashtags. Time is now because, like I said, we're not wasting we're not wasting a year. We're not we're not let we're not letting this thing you know like I said get our feet wet or 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 reload rebuilding or anything. The time is right now for us, and then you and then we're using also a hashtag, uh, Wildcat, Wildcat uh, Tough, and, and Wild and Wildcat uh, Nation, and and like I said, those those three things uh, is 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 kind of the the example and of what of what we want our program to 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 be like. Well, I will tell you, as hot as it is in Florida, the one thing these young men will never experience, and you will attest to this in, in Ohio, in Warren, Ohio, that first, like, November practice where you go out to stretch and the ground is kind of frozen and your yeah. rear end hits that ground to stretch and exactly. your whole body just gets chill, yeah. they'll never have to worry about that. Never, never have to worry about that. that. No. These kids, no. these boys around here, man, they, 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 they feel some type of way – uh, we're practicing early in the morning, and their butts are wet from the from the morning dew. It's like you guys have no idea. Listen, LC, you remember that practice where it rained and it was like a mud bowl, and you did oh, that? that? That was the best practice of the season. Exactly. Everybody had that. Yeah, everyone has those fun practices, man. So, so tell us a little bit about your background. You said you played some ball. You grew up in, yeah. in Warren, Ohio. Give us a little bit of your background. How do you get here? Yeah. So, like I said, I uh, like you said, I grew up. I'm from Warren, Ohio. Um, it's it's in that that northeast northeast Ohio range at uh, Youngstown, right outside of Cleveland area, um, and I, I grew up uh, high school Warren G Harding High School. Um, high, if you know anything about that area, it's 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 pretty pretty good football there. Um, Maurice Claret came from my high school. Uh, Mara Manningham, 
Paul Warfield, to name a few guys. Now we're talking Mario Manningham, greatest catch in Super Bowl history. Exactly, being a Giants fan, correct. Uh, (laughs) I grew grew up with him. He's one of my best friends, actually. Um, But uh, so, yeah, football, where I come from, it's a religion. It really is. Uh, It has that Friday night light feel where the whole city shuts down um, and everyone is out there. The stadium is 17, 25,000 people out there. Um, and it, 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 it has that feel, which is what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to bring here. Yeah. Um, but so I said, I grew up, I grew up a three sport athlete, football, uh, basketball and track and, and, um, played, played all, played all three sports in high school. Um, then I realized football was my ticket out and, uh, I ended up going to a junior college in Buffalo, New York called Erie community college. Uh, I ended up, I played receiver in college. Um, then from there, I, Went to uh went to University of um, uh, Ogana University out in Erie, PA. Uh, that's where I fi- finished finished up my my college career there, and then uh, professionally bounced around a little bit. You know, tr- uh, mini camp invites and and uh, workouts and all that stuff for like uh, CFL teams and and nothing never nef- nothing never stuck uh, ever stuck. Right. Um, and and then. Um, even Arena League, I, I, I had some stints there with Chicago Rush and 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 like I said, some some uh, some some invites and workouts and all that stuff with with, with even in that league. Um, but like I said, but nothing ever stuck, and I start realizing, all right, well, I got to start looking looking for some stability here. Um, I'm cracking mid twenties, and and I ha- had opportunity to coach coach some football here in Florida. Uh, Ten years ago, I, I was a, I got the opportunity to coach the defensive backs at a Countryside High School okay. uh, in Clearwater. Yep. Um, and then from there, I was I was the uh, I was the deep defensive back coach there for two years, and and then from there, I end up I end up meeting meeting some awesome guys, and then I uh, I met a, a a guy by the name of Mike Luby. Uh, he he's a local kid. He went to university. He went to Palm Harbor University High School down there down here and then he ended up playing at usf uh with jim levitt okay uh, so i met him at countryside and me and him just connected on a football brain and on a personal level and he's he's one of my best friends to this day and he was searching for a head coaching job and and he ended up getting a head coaching job at tarpon springs high school and he moved he helped he i went with him over there and i was the offensive coordinator over there with him uh for a year they did they didn't they didn't let him uh, get get that program off the ground. He, we was only there for 15 months, and then from there, yeah, it was you know admin, admin, admin. Yeah, will make stuff you happens. Break. Stuff yep. happens. Yeah. Yep. So um, so from there, uh, and him him being a local product and him knowing the area, he uh he tapped in with Bob Hudson over there at East Lake High School. Okay. And, and then they have uh, good programs at East Lake. Very good program. Very good program. So that's where I was the last six years. I was wow. at East Lake. I was coaching running. When I first got there, I was coaching running backs, and then I was coaching receivers. Um, and then, then I, uh, me and my wife, uh, we we had a, had a, had a beautiful baby girl, and and I, and I took some time off of coaching to, to focus on family, and and that's when I started missing it again. I started missing being a Friday nights and and get being on being on that that high school sideline, and I was like, and I and before before I even took my hiatus, I was I always I was like I always wanted to be a high school head coach. Even when I was in high school, I was like, I can't wait to get my own program. And like I said, and I, I took nuggets and took things from all the coaches and all the all the places I've been. And and like I said, the last, like I said, two to three years, 
I was applying for jobs around here, high school head coaching jobs. And, and like I said, Matt McDermott here was, was fortunate enough to, to believe in me. And, and, and he gave, he gave me the opportunity to lead, to lead this program about two months ago. So a couple, a couple things. So one, um, how old's your daughter now? Three? Yeah, four? she's three. Yep. Three. She'll be four in October. All right. That's, that's a very fun age. Uh, yeah. that, so um, two, do you still live out in Clearwater and commute back to here? Do you and your wife and family come out this way? Yes, my uh, I am I am planted in Tarpon Springs. Uh, it's actually in that East Lake area. Yeah, you know, East Lake and Tarpon Springs don't 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 mix well. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're talking about so, sides of the world there. Yeah, we, we say we live in East Lake, but it's it's technically my address is Tarpon Springs. Depending <laughs> so, yeah, on the company, I, I, depending on the company you're with, is how you introduce yourself. Exactly correct. <laughs> so you drive, so you drive 54 pretty much every day back and forth. Yep. You hit all that traffic. Every single um, day. And then uh, I, I guess the big question is, what were you doing in that hiatus? Were you what were you doing for work and family man? Were you like, uh, yep. did you, you know, you got to make ends meet? It's correct. Yep. Um, I was I was working at car dealerships actually before before COVID hit. Uh, yep. I was I was um, and at, but at the same time, I was actually still coaching because I couldn't necessarily commit to high school football um, just because of the time and all and all in this. It's every single day. Um so, but at the time, I was still I was coaching at East Lake Youth. Okay, and I was coaching basically the seventh and eighth grade team, um, and I, I was the head coach of that team. So I was still getting my football fix, right? Um, and, you know, it's it, and the time is not as demanding as high school football. It's right, three, three nights a week, and and we play Saturday. Saturday, so I was only committing committing four days instead of committing, you know, everything. So you can do your other stuff, make ends meet, still, yeah. still, you know, feed that itch that you had exactly. for right. football. Right. So, so I was, so I got into the car business uh, for two years before COVID hit. And then, and then uh, when COVID hit, I was basically a stay at home dad, um, you know, daycares and everything shut down. And I, yeah. I was yeah. getting that, getting that amazing bonding time with, with my, with my daughter. And um and then uh, when everything opened back up, I I uh, I'll say you know what I like having you know the opportunity to, to make my own schedule and, and be here and not, so I, I I end up be, uh, becoming a, a realtor. Uh, so now Good that's what I do now. That's what I do now. I'm I'm a realtor now. So so that's why and I'm what, able to coach and make my own schedule and and, and do that. So stuff. what firm do you work with? What real estate firm? I work with EXP Realty. EXP in Wesley Chapel. No, it's it's actually oh, uh, out in Tarpon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I work anywhere. My right, so right, my, right. It, it's a cloud base. It's a cloud base. Uh, yeah, I have a, uh, one of my one of my clients is EXP here in. Um, I guess she's mainly in Wesley Chapel, so yeah. she does. She yeah. likes EXP. So yeah. that's awesome. So, um, you know, <laughs> when you're not so you you're doing real estate, that's that's a, a pretty labor not labor intensive, but you know time intensive gig. Correct. I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on there. Exactly. You're setting up this program from scratch, implementing yes. your stuff. The big question I really have is like, look, this might not be like Hoover in Alabama or you know te- Permian in Texas. Yeah. Uh, but Florida has a pretty rich history of. I mean, you look at the three universities there for a while. It was kids yeah, we were know. kids were wanting to come. You know, before exactly. these national TV contracts for television, there was a time when like if you're if you were a prime athlete and you had a choice to play in Syracuse, New York, or go play in, you know, Miami and you could have yeah. that choice. Listen, uh, 180 inches of snow or, yeah. you know, going on South Beach. So a lot of kids, you know, the state of Florida has a tradition of football. So Exactly. 
I'm assuming you have like a one year and a three year plan and implementing your program to build it up. Um, but if you know, it's tough. It's a tough. You know, I don't know how the parents are. The parents are usually the toughest part uh, of coaching. People, people say that, but I'll be completely honest with you, man. If if you, it's like if if you run a legit program and 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 you and you have you set the expectations and 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 you're and you're and you're honest and you're fair and and you're upfront. I don't be honest with you. I don't really have too many problems. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, because like I said it. And everyone, when everyone, when everyone knows the expectations and, and, and they're on the same page, then I think, I think the adults will be adults. Yeah. I mean, I think you hope that you hope that's right. the case. It's not like, it's yeah. like baseball. Baseball seems to incite people a little bit more than football, but there are oh, some yeah. stuff. There is some stuff in football. Sure. I mean, the, 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 the pressure, listen, as a guy who's played sports my whole life, the pressure mm-hmm. as a coach for me at that age is, you're shaping young men's lives. I can tell you my offensive line coach, um, you know, Ken Hart was his name. I mean, he yeah. was my offensive line coach. This is 35 years ago. He taught me lessons that I remember as a 51-year-old guy. That's so, like, um, I can tell you all of my high school football coaches' names by position, mm-hmm. what they did. And like um, you're shaping the lives of young men. So. Yeah. Wins and losses are obviously important. It's what keeps your program going. But the bigger thing is, is maybe helping to teach some kids generally, generationally now that, yes. you know, I'm an old okay. geezer, right? That are, the kids are a little bit entitled these days. Yeah, I think football a little sport bit. is a way to kind of get them off that high center. Correct. Yeah, and that's and that that's the beauty of it, man. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. that that's what, that's what really just got me attracted and stuck with coaching. Um Number one, I was able, I was blessed literally every single place that I've, that I've played. I've had some amazing coaches. Um, uh, my high school coach, Tom McDaniels, he, he was, a, he was an awesome guy. Uh, he's actually the son of now the Raiders coach, Josh McDaniels. Right. Um, which, you know, Josh McDaniels, he was Tom Brady's coach for years. Yeah, was, I know him. Patriots. So um, I was able, I was able to learn and, and le- like you said, at that, at that young 15, 16, 17 year old brain, I was learning from guys like him, right? Um, and and like I said, and and seeing the way he ran his program, I was like, man, I really, really like it's st- like I said, it's, it sticks with me. It's right. st- it sticks with you no matter how old you get. So like I said, that's that's the uh, when you're talking about the plan and all that stuff, that stuff that's in the plan. And, and you talked about the Hoover, Alabama. That's an amazing school, man. Amazing school. It used to be one of my clients when I owned my ad agency. I worked with. Um, I mean, there's a mach- Hoover is a machine. Like yes. we did some stuff with them. We worked with some publications, some high yeah. school sports stuff that we did. Um, but that's Hoover, you know, that's the vision I have. You know, that I mean, that is kind of. I mean, there, yeah. listen, there are great programs. There's a bunch of the programs out in California that are incredible. Tons of NFL kids come out of there. Right. Um, you know, Texas, obviously, Texas is Friday Night Lights. Right. Uh, you know, so it's just. Having grown up in the Northeast, you know, football was important, but I lived, I told you before we got on this pie, I lived in Atlanta for 11 years. Right. Getting a taste of high school and college football being in Georgia. I mean, now everybody looks at Georgia's been the two-time national champions and all this other stuff, but it is beyond, it's just beyond, it's at a different fanatical level of sport in Georgia, in Texas, in Alabama, because they build these champion, like you're building champion bloodlines of programs. Yes. 
in high um, school, right? <laughs> so, yep. You know, so, I mean, listen, you'll get there. Dude, I'm looking at you. I see you're young and you're energetic and you yes. have this program and I can see that you have this vision. Uh, but the biggest thing is really, you know, shaping these young men to turn out to to have a little bit of self-awareness of where they are in the world, to understand yep. teamwork, to understand their ability that when you fall, you can get up. Like, look, I'll tell you, there was <laughs> there was a play – and I'm not a big trash talker. I never was. I was an yeah. offensive lineman. I, if I made a good play, I would kind of bounce up. Or I'd you from Jersey. You wasn't a trash talker? I wasn't a trash talker. Wow. I mean, in my adult <laughs> life, as I got a little older, I did when I played I some you. competitive stuff. But in high school, I wasn't. And probably the reason is this particular story is I was beating this kid's brains in. Play <laughs> after play. 1989, November of 1989. That's how long this goes back. And wow. I am just blowing this kid up. And now I start trash talking him, and yeah. him and his buddy took out my knee, and mm. that was it. It was a, it was a wrap. So I think that's part of the reason why I don't trash talk as much. Um, yeah. But listen, that was three weeks before the last game of my high school career, and wow. I football had taught me: you get up, you do rehab, you go do your thing. And I ended up playing the last game of my high school career in nice. North in New Jersey. We played our rivalry games used to be on Thanksgiving. So that was the last game of the year, but I got to play it. I mean, right. I wasn't at a hundred percent, but I wasn't going to miss that game. And that's a microcosm lesson for life is when the chips are down and things aren't going your way and you think there's no way out, you figure out a way to pick yourself up and you get to the it next spot. You know, that's just what it is. That's life lessons. That's exactly right. what we implement in our Wildcat bonding session. Like, figure it out. You're tired. You're beat down. Figure it out and, and get through it. You know, and, I say, and that's 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 the end all be all. I mean, sports will end one day. We know that. that your careers will end one day. But being a husband, being a father, being a good son, and all that good stuff, being just a good just good citizen, a wholesome good citizen, man. Like, and if if I if I have all my players where, like I said, they they come back and they. And I'm still here or, or wherever I'm at. Right. And they and they like, you know what? Coach LC, man, is the reason why, a big reason why I am the way I am today. That's 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 bigger than wins and losses for me. And in t I can tell you in 10 years, the majority of my players can say that. They really can't. You know, it's so I, I will tell you a last story and we'll kind of we'll kind of talk a little bit about the next steps of the program and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I had a coach, a guy by the name of Jerry Lubinsky. He um he was a coach in my school for like 30 years by the time I came around and coached after I left. Yeah. Um, this guy, I mean, he had a whole backstory as to what made him just an incredible, incredible competitor. My school wasn't great. Like we were an average to below average team year in and year out, but he was there. He was a staple of the program. This guy got inducted to our school hall of fame. And when I tell you, Kids from a 40-year range, men, grown men coming back, telling stories about the things they learned from this guy um, and him telling and him telling stories about crap that we had done, like remembering it from 20-plus years past. Yep. Like, that's the bond that makes – turns boys into men. Correct. Because the diamond's in the rough. You may get a kid here or there as a five-star pro, stud, this, that, and the other. You might find that diamond in the rough. Right. It's Memories of that stuff is what is what high school football, for the most part, is about. Um, and with that being said, tell us what's coming up. Like, people are listening to this. You know, we're here. It's the middle of the week. A little fourth wall. We'll break down the fourth wall. It's early mm -hmm. in the week. We're still a couple weeks away from starting the season. 
what do you want people listening to this to come out and get hype about Wesley Chapel Wildcats? Like, what do we need to do to get fans out and support the team? Really, like I said, it uh, I, it's funny because I, I sent the email out the very first day of school to all the teachers, right? Um, just introducing myself and 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 I, what I do is I, I let my boys wear the first day of school they wear their football uniforms because I want everyone to know that they're that they're on it's the team and, and all yep all that yep. stuff. So um, so I sent the email out and I, I invited them to uh, our parties every Friday night. Um, and, and that's, and that's basically what it is. It's, I want, I want excitement. I want literally, if you watch the Friday night light movies, um, it's literally just like that. Uh, And, and that's because right now we have, we have an amazing group of young men who are, who, who are itching for, 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 uh, for our staff, our type of staff to get here and, and they have it and they're excited. And, and I said, we, we, the community is behind us, uh, 100%, uh, thus far. And, and like I said, we're just looking to just grow this thing as big as we possibly can. And you're going to, you're going to see exciting football. You're going to see winning football. And, and as far as I'm concerned, um, it's like, if, if, if you love football, we want Wildcat stadium, the place to be on Friday nights. So all your games are on Friday nights. Yes. And you guys have like a, a pregame, or is it a is it a pregame party that you have going on? So, so yes, they, you know, there's tailgating everything in the parking lot. Um, that 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 you know, you'll see parents and all that stuff can you know, can can endeavor and do all that good stuff. And then um, after the games, uh, we are we have an amazing sponsor, Beefle Brady's, right there on Wesley Chapel Boulevard. Uh, we got this thing called the Fifth Quarter. Where after the games, that's where everyone can go, and and you know, uh, adults and 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 students, they can go there, and, and and it's a safe place for the for the students can go to, and like I said, still still enjoy and still enjoy the, the Friday night light feel and the winds and all that stuff. Our players can go there, and and like I said, it's a nice safe environment, and they can just hang out and chill, and and, and like like you said, create memories basically. So. You know, we're still a couple weeks out, but give me what's the home opener? What's the date and time of the yeah. home opener? Yeah, so uh, actually, this Friday, uh, we actually have our. It's a kickoff classic. It's a home game that we have uh, against uh, Gateway team out of Orlando, um, and that that that's at seven thirty. But our first real official game is next Friday, August the twenty fifth. Uh, we host Sun Lake uh, at our stadium here at seven thirty kickoff time. So the reason I asked for that, the opening day, I don't know if we're going to get this out fast enough to get people there, but the Sun yeah. Lake High School game is next Friday, which is what, the 20, you said the 28th? August, August 25th. 25th. Yep, August, August 25th, 7.30. Um, you know, LC, I, I appreciate you coming on with us. We're going to get all this. We're going to get your whole schedule from you yes. so we can post it with this so people know what's going on. Awesome. Folks, if you're in Wesley Chapel, you're listening to this podcast, this guy right here is putting together a program you can be proud of. Come out, support the Wesley Chapel Wildcats. LC, I thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast, and good luck this season, Coach. Appreciate you having me, Mike. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's GNP. Pasco.com or call 813 922 
3610.